Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Sheree Colbert, a.k.a. Life Coach ATL. I'm here with my co-host and daughter, Taylor Colbert. And we want to welcome you to our You Are Dope podcast, where we are here to uplift, inspire, spread some love, and have a little bit of fun while we're doing it. Our podcast will be airing every other Wednesday. In the meantime, in between time, make sure you be good to yourself. You're a gift to the world, and you are dope. What's up? So we are back again. Hey, today we are going to talk about post-pandemic trauma. And I don't think that anybody's talking about it, but I think that all of us can like relate to like how the pandemic like affected us and like the things that we may still be carrying on with us to this day. Uh, Taylor, what do you think? Have you still been lingering or having some things linger from the pandemic? How are you recovering from it? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, as all of you know, I got robbed for my la- for my first two years of my college experience. So I feel like that did kind of stunt like my socialness because I feel like I have no social battery anymore. Also, I feel like I did dumb myself down in the pandemic because I was only just looking at social media and other stuff, just using my technology and not really getting into like books and stuff as much as I usually do. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, my dad would say I don't have friends before, but do I have friends now? Mm. But yeah, I mean, I kind of do. I kind of, I mean, I do have friends, but I mean, I have a select few. But I mean, like, going, getting out of my comfort zone and, like, introducing myself to people is a little bit harder just because I feel like myself, I have a little bit more social anxiety since the pandemic. Just because mm. I was, I don't know, I kind of stopped communicating with people because <clears throat> I wasn't around people besides my family, so... Yeah, like, I'll be like, you know, I want to introduce myself, but sometimes I don't know how to start conversations or, you know. So, yeah. What about you, Pops? I would say for me, and thank you for sharing that with me, baby girl. I appreciate that. I would say for me, the things that are lingering on still, I I, got to be honest, for me, it's positive stuff. Like, being isolated like that, like, really made me sit down and made me think about things in a different way. And you know me, I'm a very, I'm a people person. And like, I gotta be around people, I love people, but it made me sit my ass down and just like really reconnect with me and who I am as a person. And so that is actually carried on with me now is that I I don't, I like being by myself. Like I, I'm okay with that. And before I, you know, it wasn't that I didn't like being by myself before, but it's just, I always like being around people. Like I get rejuvenated and recharged by people. So, you know, that was really, that, that, that helped me out a lot. Um, actually. And the other thing that made me realize and think about things another way is that I have always been focused on my health and staying healthy and eating right and things like, but man, you know, just knowing how many people got took out because they weren't in great shape or because they weren't healthy, it made me just put a total different perspective on my health, my happiness, um, being good to myself, eating right, exercising, doing all of those things. So I would say that it probably had a different effect on me than probably most people. Like it had a good effect on me. Like I was like, damn, no, it really made me sit my ass down for a little bit. Did you take anything positive from it, from the post-pandemic trauma? Anything that you, like, damn, you know, I'm still doing this. Uh, Oh, not for real. (laughs) Well, tell me about the social anxiety that you have. I didn't know that you had that, that you have, that you get nervous about that. I mean, yeah, I feel like I've always had some sort of social anxiety when it comes to other people. I mean, I feel like it did kind of manifest during the pandemic. Um, and it's not like I'm afraid. 
don't know. It's just, I, I don't know if it's social anxiety or I just don't feel like being around people, but I've just lost but my you don't like battery. people. <laughs> you don't like people. I mean, uh, that's not true. I don't dislike people. I just don't like necessarily being around people all the time like other people can be. So I feel like I could call myself like an introverted, like a, just an introvert. I'm just an introvert. So I don't know. I feel like the pandemic kind of shortened my already short social meter. <laughs> and see, I would think that I, I actually, I know this because of my coaching that more people are definitely like you than they are like me. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, they second guess themselves a lot. Uh, I don't know why that is, but people, they, they don't have the They don't have confidence. They don't have, they're like, okay, do I do this? Do I not do that? And it just leaves them like in the twilight zone. Basically people are just like, I don't know how to function. I don't know what to do, you know, because like, what was it a year and a half, two years of our lives were like, you can't leave the house literally. So people don't know how to recuperate from that. And so again, I think that a lot of people are probably more like you than they are like me that took some positives out of it, you know, cause you know, like I said, I mean, I'm just a very, I'm a people person. Like, and my daughter, my other daughter, Kennedy, She's the exact same way on as I am. So the pandemic was really hard on both of us because we couldn't be around people. I'm a hugger. I, I'm a talker. Like I love just being around people. So it was that part was really, really, really tough for me. But again, I mean, it, yeah. it taught me that I can spend time with myself, and I appreciate that about it. And even like what you just brought up, like Kennedy being upset that she couldn't see people. Me being in the house with all my family for that amount of time was driving me insane. And I love my family to death, but it's just like, I don't know. I never had privacy. I never had where I could just be by myself. And that was literally making me want to throw myself out of a window, but it's okay. Also something to feel like that the pandemic has brought or it brought was a desensitization. Wow. Sensitivity. Desensitivity. Desensitization, desensitized. desensitized towards like, yeah, we all got desensitized towards violence on social media, on just things that are happening, terrible things. And we're watching people get murdered. We're watching people get brutalized by the police. We're watching just everything on social media. And I don't think people realize how much that actually affects people and how much that actually like it traumatizes people like we were just consuming trauma literally on a daily basis like seeing how many people die from covid uh Ahmaud Arbery, i mean Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd were all getting like all of that was happening like it was a lot so i mean just as black people i feel like we it was a lot to go through the pandemic just because like i don't know we were disproportionately affected as well people were dying like it was just a lot so yeah I yeah, feel like and see, again, I, I didn't go through that part because I learned how to like just disconnect, like disconnect from social media, disconnect from the things that were bringing me down. And, you know, I loved being around our family. I loved it, <laughs> like having dinners together every night. Like, I really appreciated that and, you know, was hoping that it would continue. But, you know, from your perspective, it's like, no, nah, you got robbed two years of your college experience. I mean, it wasn't like a real. And I, I have to just say this out loud to everybody. I am so damn proud of you, girl. Like, I am so proud of you for pushing on and marching on and just being the strong, independent young woman that you are. Uh, you know, obviously there were a lot of hiccups during the pandemic, but man, I mean, your 
your old self is definitely looking at your new self like, damn, girl, we're proud of you. We're glad that you didn't give up on yourself because there was a lot of times that you wanted to quit. <laughs> like, you were like, I'm done with this shit. I don't want to oh. do this shit no more. Oh. It's over. It's a wrap. So you did it, and I'm super proud of you for continuing to grow and continuing to be the best version of yourself that you can be and not giving up during the pandemic because a lot of people did, and you were one of those people that you had the support of your family. You had our love. You had We had your back. And uh, you graduated in four years. So I'm proud of you, girl. Proud, proud, proud. Hey, and I do have something that's good, I guess. What's that? Oh, what's that? I said, I guess I do have something that's good. And it was putting my march together, I mean, putting my organization together with my best friend um, and some of my really good friends, Bridging the Gap. Marietta, I feel like, was something like good that came out of the pandemic. Um, and it, I kind of realized that. I'm a social justice warrior and I kind of just want to help. So I feel like that kind of, I kind of, not I found myself, but I kind of realized I had a passion for helping black and brown children with, and figuring out what I want to do. I love that about you. I mean, and I think that more importantly, it just showed you that you have a voice and that your voice is important, you know, and your voice needs to be heard. And, you know, had we not had the pandemic, to be honest with you, I don't know if you would have actually found your voice. I've been telling you that you need to be in politics for a really long time. And you got to follow your own passion. But, you know, you're very good and you're very outspoken. And, you know, you, you're very passionate about some of the things that have gone on in this world. And so I, I, I've always been like, oh, you need to go towards politics like you really do. But anyway, I digress. So, yeah, I mean, this week, again, we just want to talk about post-traumatic Post-pandemic trauma? <laughs> there we go. We're talk about post-pandemic trauma and, you know, what we came out of it. And, you know, again, I will say, I think a lot of people are more like Taylor than they are like me. But, you know, there were some, definitely some positives that I took out of it. I don't ever want to go through that shit again. God, I don't ever want to go through that again. But I definitely did learn a lot about myself during that time. And I was able to take some positives and utilize them into my everyday life. You know, I, I Taylor, how are you getting through? Like you said, dumbing it down. Like, what are you doing to, to get better with that? Um, so, I mean, at first I was like, I'm going to download the dictionary app and look at a different word every day. But I didn't do that. So now, um, that's a good question, Pops, because, <laughs> um, oh, okay, I have an example. So I was like, I feel like I don't know my laws and rights and stuff. And as a black woman, I feel like I should know all that. So I went and played this little iCivic game, basically, where it's like, do I have a right? That's what it's called. The game is, do I have a right? So I just feel like, you know, just playing little games like that, reminding myself, like, you do know this stuff. Or reminding myself, you know, fun ways little games to play just to remind you like you're so smart i have some books over here while they are sitting up untouched they will be read this year so you know i'm just getting my collection set up um but yeah just having a plan set in motion i feel like is gonna get the ball rolling for what about you good good i mean again i mean i'm doing it already i mean i live my life every single day like like i do you know i'm positive i stay positive i stay in the gym i stay eating right um, I stay giving back to my community. I stay, you know, just realizing that life is short and it can be taken from us within a blink of an eye. And so I really and truly live my life like that every day. I love people. I tell people that I love them. Like, I'm just, I'm living my life like it's golden. For real. Period. Period. <laughs> Period. All right, y'all. That concludes our You Are Dope podcast episode for today. 
And uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. We love y'all and be good to yourself because you are dope. I believe that. Do you? Let's go. <laughs>